Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. Unfortunately, what you're about to hear is real. The members of this radio program are simply not that bright. Or what some people would call educated. They are merely stupid. They're not trying to offend anyone on purpose. And all have played doctors on TV. You have been warned and are cordially invited to join the party. This is the men's room. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Get, 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 get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off the Kicksville. The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. You know what they say, shake your radio more than three times, and you're playing with it. You're listening to The Men's Room. And away we go. Welcome to season 19 and episode number 4026. Along with Steve the Thrill Hill, the Ted Smith, and my car. Room. Okay, today it is a random question question. Your guess is as good as mine. Categories, the world's friendliest accents and college football. We will play profile this. Plus headlines, a men's room shot of the day, fundable listener emails, and everyone's favorite, TV time with Ted. Click, click, drink it, be drunk. All right, here we go to Lake Tahoe, Nevada, where ski resorts are forced to shut down because of all the snow. Meanwhile, an angry, horny ex breaks into a man's house for some fun times below. Tennessee man gets mad at mom and tries to burn the house down. If you let a moose lick your car in Canada, the authorities will frown. Oh, car. And a Toronto man runs 242 marathons in one year, so we can tell all his friends about it. That is all coming on today's very special episode of The Men's Room. And now, here's the question. Hola, bitches. Good day to you and yours. All right. Well, about a million years ago, when I was in elementary school, when it was your birthday, all of your classmates would attempt to slap your ass once for each year that you were alive. So you turned eight, your classmates attempted to slap your ass eight times, nine years old, nine times, etc. 
Is that just me? Is that anybody no, else? No, that was All me right, too. okay. Yeah. I was writing that out this morning. I'm like, was that weird? We're the only people I'm glad to know. What kind of group of friends? Well, an Ohio woman recently celebrated her 105th birthday. Now, did they try to spank her 105 times? Well, no, because she's 105. But instead, what they did, they gifted her 105 fireball shots. Nice. Now, I don't think she drank them all because she's still alive, but I do like the idea. Now, meanwhile, a man in California, he celebrated his 100th birthday. Why did he celebrate it? Well, not with 100 shots of fireball, but with a parade. Specifically, a parade of dogs. That's right. Owners of 200 dogs showed up to celebrate his 100th birthday. Now, that's not what I would want for my birthday, but believe it or not, that's exactly what he wanted. So the community came together and gave him a 200-dog parade. But look, you don't have to be triple digits to make the news. Earlier this month, a 92-year-old man, he became the oldest person ever to hike the Grand Canyon rim to rim. And he says he would have done it quicker, but everybody wanted to stop him and take pictures with him. But all that said, you don't have to be super old to make the news. All right, last week, a 13-year-old did what had previously been impossible. He beat Tetris. I did not know that was a thing, but apparently people said it's impossible until he did it. And then there's a six-year-old girl who became the first female to solve a Rubik's Cube in under six seconds. Which actually irritates me because I've had 40 years to solve a Rubik's Cube and the most I've done is get one side. Caveat, it wasn't even the side I was working on. But these are just some of the stories that uh, we've come across and the stories that left us with many questions. Questions we'd like to ask you in the form of a random question question and this is how it works. You call us, we'll ask you a question at complete random. And after you share your story, we will share with you the news story that inspired said question. To be a part of the big show, the random question, question, call 206-803-ROCK. You can like The Men's Room on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Men's Room Live, and send your emails to the men's room at KISW.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9 K. 
KISW. Home Patrol's away we go. Welcome to season 19, episode number 4026. What a large and in charge program we have for it today. Guaranteed future repeat, the exciting return of your guests is as good as mine, your categories today. We have the most friendly accents around the world. Around the world. When traveling, you'll meet people from around the globe. Introducing you to different dialects and accents. But which is deemed the most friendly? With this in mind, experts at minimum dispointcasinos.org delve further into the perception of different accents across the world. To do so, they studied 5,000 participants and conducted the uh, ultimate uh, to ultimately uncover which country has the highest odds of having the most and least friendly accents. So in the world of accents, if you travel around the world, what seems to be more friendly? We joke all the time around here about uh, the dirty Germans and anything that's German. It can oftentimes just sound a little bit harsh. It sounds harsh, but in our limited time there, everyone smiles when they talk to you. Correct. Right? They look friendly. They yeah. seem warm. They're doing the right thing. But, man, at the same time, it sounds like they're yelling at you. Just take the United States of America and think of all the different accents. And some just... It seemed to be easier on the ears than other. We've talked about the Brooklyn accent, the Boston accent, uh, compared to the Southern accent. Right. Or whatever that accent is. You you definitely get an idea. Uh, Canadians have a very friendly accent. Yeah. And, and a disposition. So we've got the most friendly accents around the world. That is category number one. In honor of tonight's big game, category number two, we have the college football teams with the most national championships. If Ted were here, he would already do it. The first college football national championship was in 1869. Oh, I remember it well. That season was eight days long and consisted eight of days? two games. <laughs> you had Princeton at Rutgers. Rutgers won that one. And then you had Rutgers at Princeton, which Princeton <laughs> won. But we have the 10 teams with the most college football national championships. Keep in mind, when it starts in 1869, a lot of the powerhouse schools that we know today Weren't the ones that were winning championships back then? Oh, or, yeah. Am I even sure that they had a football program back then? I'm not exactly sure of the timeline. but uh, So, for example, there's one school from the Big 12 on the list. All right. There's three Ivy League schools. Wow. All right. List. There's three from the Big 10. Only one from the SEC, which we know to be a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. But only one has the most national championships. One from the Pac-12 and one independent team are all included. I guess the Pac-12, that's about it. Yeah, so we'll and I believe that's back whenever the Pac-10. In honor of a tonight's big game, there we'll do uh, a little uh, college football coming up with your guess is as good as mine. What else do we have for you today? As we do every Monday through Friday, you get more Men's Room exclusively on the Odyssey app with the Men's Room app. You are joining us coming up for episode number 519, where we get into all things college football is what I'm understanding, or maybe a fire drill. That's a way to put it, yeah. I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen tonight. On the, might be distracted during the Men's Room app. Yard. But if you don't have the Odyssey app, uh, download it now. It's absolutely free. All of your podcasts are on there. Uh, Ted's podcast from the Megacast to the podcast. We have the Greatest Story Never Told podcast on there, uh, as well as some cool channels. Men's Room Happy Hour channel is where you'll pick up uh, our uh, Men's Room Happy Hour live at 6. Other than that, 24 hours a day, that's a nonstop Men's Room channel. Uh, playing Lucky pre- you. Playing previous shows. Uh, the Daily Podcast. If you happen to miss anything while you're away over the break, that's all there for you in one location on Odyssey. Just search for the men's room. Listen to KISW anywhere here in the United States of America. When mm-hmm. you travel, a lot of people move. And they say, man, I miss your, I miss your station. I miss your guys' shows. Uh, it's easy, man. It's all on the Odyssey app, no matter where you are. When I was on vacation, I happened to tune in KISW. I, I turned in our men's room radio channel. 
which got me into a little bit of problem on vacation. Did I only tell that story on the happy hour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's what goes down, all right? So on the Men's Room Radio channel, which is a great channel, by the way, we put in some new tunes. They haven't gotten there yet, but initially we were told to put in 50 songs apiece. Now, we all enjoy different styles of music on, uh, you know, individually. So the idea being we'd all put in 50 songs apiece. Not a big deal. Uh, They just run whenever they run. It's a nice mix of music. There's some country on there. Uh, There's rap on there. There's rock on there. There's there's all kinds of cool different genres of music. Sure. You know, it's not just one format, right? Okay. So I'm playing golf. Shocker. Uh, And on the cart, there is a button where you can not only look at the golf course and the holes and everything, order food. You can listen to music. Huh. Guess what the golf carts had where I played in California. They had the Odyssey app. So I'm like, the Odyssey app's on there. This is awesome. You know, I I can listen to this. I I love the channel. It's got a great different variety of music. I'll just put that in on the cart, right? We're playing with an older uh, couple, probably in their mid-70s or so. I've got the music on in the cart. We pull up to a green. The woman, she's having a little bit of problems with her knee, so she doesn't want anxiety. Well, she's in her mid-70s, right? Right. You know, it it was a cart-only course, so she was doing a lot of walking because it's it's just, it's it's, it's hot. Trust me, I can see why her knee was was ailing her. It was a long golf course, right? So she decides that she's going to sit a couple of holes out. But I still have the Men's Room Radio channel on playing. Now, if you know anything about our individual types of music, if you hear a country song on there, my buddy Charlie's with me in the car, he could pick out basically every single song, like we had a listener do in Tacoma. Who picked this song? Right. So a country song comes on. And he says, "I bet that's Mike." And I said, "I bet yeah, you're right. I think smart money, right. but it might, but it might be, it might be Ted. I don't know, it, but it, but more than likely, it's going to be Mike." I I made a lot of my list uh, yacht songs, yacht rock. Mm-hmm. So he could tell immediately, like you know, a Doobie Brothers tune would come on, or just something right, that was right. ridiculous, disco. Uh, he was guessing between me and Steve on that. Anything with slap funk in it, he knew immediately <laughs> that it was, that it was right. Steve. Uh, and any rap stuff, of course, he leaned to Ted. So at any rate, that's kind of how it goes. You can just kind of tell. So I'm walking back to the cart. This woman is sitting in the cart now with her arms folded. Now, as you know, Ted picks a lot of rap songs on that uh, on that channel. And the first one is just a banger with nothing but about 30 N-bombs in it. Right. right. And I'm like, oh, God. And she does not look happy. I don't know if they were religious. I don't know what the deal. Well, I have a pretty she's good, black. I have a pretty good idea of what it was. <laughs> I'm sure she's blessed then. I don't know a lot of older black women who are not religious. Just right. my personal experience in life. They, maybe they don't go to church every Sunday, but trust me, baby, they are blessed. So she's got her arms crossed and looking at me. And I'm trying to turn the song down, right? And the touch screen is not working as fast as I needed to. I'm like, boom, 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 boom. Hitting that thing like volume, volume. Song ends, thank God. Boom. Next song's another Ted Banger. The first word out of his mouth is the N-word. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God in heaven. So I turned that down to What is the number. look that this woman's giving you? What are you listening to? <laughs> I'm listening to the Men's Room Radio Station exclusively on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. Check it out now. It is absolutely free. I was like, and I, I think it was Ted's even birthday at that point in time, and I'm just cussing up a store, and I'm like, I want to check her happy birthday. Thanks for, the, thanks for the side eye for the rest of the round that we're playing. Good times. Well, speaking of Ted, we're going to talk to Ted. He is down in Houston uh, for the national championship game. Hopefully, we'll be able to get in touch with him. As, Before he gets too hammered. As most things go, uh, you know, depending on, uh, you know, we're lucky here. Uh, fortunate in Seattle as far as just even cell phone reception if you're going to a game and you're trying to post pictures or whatever you are watching the Seahawks, you know, sometimes, depending on your service and whatever you have, it can be difficult to get out of 70,000 people in the sure. cell phone area. 
We're going to try our best. I don't know what the deal is in Houston. We'll try our best to get a hold of him down there. I know he'll be uh, in a highly populated area. It's a very tech-savvy city as far as that goes. Honest to God, uh, when I visit any family in Houston, and that's my dad's side of the family, and there's a million of them, every single one of them has the earpiece in their ear 100% of the time. Okay. They All may right, or may not be good. on the phone at that moment, but I mean, it's like being in Star Trek. So you can tap their ear. Walk away and start having a conversation. And, I, and I'm not joking. Like, all of them over the age of 15 constantly have right. the earpiece yep. in, man, without yep. a doubt. I will say this. Uh, I'm curious to know if Ted is even remotely sober. Years and years, probably be 20 years ago now, this is Ted's first time on the air. Now, Ted is a sports junkie at this time. We're working at a sports station. He's a massive fan of the University of Maryland. He's very clear about that. You know, fear the turtle, all the stuff. So the Terps are playing a game against whoever. For whatever reason, the game is somewhat relevant. So we're like, Ted, the station is going to send you down as kind of an attaboy. You know, you're the biggest fan they have. You're on the sports station. You've always wanted to get on the air. We're going to send you down to Bird Stadium at the University of Maryland. And at halftime, we will reach out to you and you give us a real update. Because, again, this is a sports station. This would be like going to Jen Mueller. Like, Mm -hmm. you're our sports person. You are physically at this location. So sure enough, we get to halftime. We've been telling people all day. We have a live reporter down there. Now, no one knows who Ted is at the time, but we have a live reporter. We're getting a live update. We go to Ted, and I mean, as soon as he comes out, you hear all these people in the background. Ted, uh, what's going on in the Maryland game? Ah, uh, dude, I haven't even made it into the stadium yet, but they fired the cannon like three times. So I think we're winning, man. I've done like two cases that click. We'll see if we can get back to Ted <laughs> a little bit later. And then an interesting thing happened yesterday. Speaking of Jim Mueller, right? So my brother did the, oh, most of you know the Seahawks-Cardinals game yesterday, right? Kind of cool. Whatever. He sends me a text at the end of the game. I don't know if he was a little tipsy or whatever because the words were a little jumped up. Found that I'm like, what in the hell are you talking about? So... After the game yesterday where the Seahawks played the Cardinals, Jen Mueller made it a point to approach my brother to say, hey, I listened to your brother up in Seattle. So he texted me like, cool chick named Jen said she knows you. I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 man. That is cool. Real nice. Yeah, he thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was cool. So thank you, Jen. So uh, we're going to try to get a hold of Ted. What do we determine? 350, Mike, when you... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Does he, has, he know and, the time and, and he has figured out that... Would yes. you like to tell the story from earlier? Okay. So I, I did call up Ted, or rather he called me up because I shot up a text like, hey, you want to you know call into the show around 350? Do the man on the street. Like, do do your thing, right? And and suddenly I got a phone call from Ted, which it's like, okay, something's gone right here. This doesn't sound like it's going to happen. And he says, uh, so just making sure that's, that's 350 your time. Is that correct? I said, yeah. He says, ah, oh, that's going to be a bit of a problem, man, because that's like... That's like five fifty around here, and like that's going to be the first quarter of the game. Like, like game kicks off at four thirty local time. I said, Ted, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's around four thirty, or rather, uh, it's four thirty our time, be six thirty your time. Yeah, Mike, that's my bad. Sorry, <laughs> right, I'm so going to give you a call. I've set an alarm. We're going to go. Maybe Ted. <laughs> maybe Ted. We will see how this goes, but uh, hopefully, we'll get a, uh, a report down there for the national championship game tonight, which is uh, kind of a big deal. So there you go. It is a random question. Question 206803. Hello, Danny. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Danny, welcome to the program. Random question. Question. Okay, since we're talking about it, when, uh, when did you spend a lot of money on something that you didn't need but really wanted? Oh, man. I mean, I'm a car guy. I've owned like probably over 100 cars. So I've owned over 100 cars. 
Well, yeah, I used to. Well, I used to be a Volkswagen and Audi dealer mechanic. So anytime anybody did not want to fix their car, I would just buy it and fix it, and then drive it around for a while, and then get rid of it. Nice. What's you the most cars you've owned at one time? Oh, running. Probably yeah, like running, four running. Or like five. In, okay. Golly. What, what was the coolest thing that you got? Maybe it was just an older model of something. Like, did you get an old rabbit convertible or something weird? I thought you said cool. Well, th- those were cool back in the day. I mean, back you go back day, to the Volkswagen thing was cool back in the day. Sort of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. I mean, did you ever get anything old like that? I mean, well, yeah, I had a 72 bus with like a built motor that used to get sideways. <laughs> and then I got a, a, one of my favorites was a, like a 2003 Audi S4 Avant, which is the wagon with the twin turbo V6 in it and a okay. six speed. Those things mob. They're awesome. They make a ton of power, and they're easy to make more power on. So, yeah. what do you what do you own now? Um, well, I still ha- uh, well, I still have my '66 Beetle that I've had since high school, but that's uh, cool. I kind of have to fix someday. Um, I, I drive a 2019 Volkswagen Golf Sport Wagon Alltrack. The lifted. You probably have seen them. You just don't know. They're the golf wagons with like the silver trim on the back, and they're like lifted and all wheel drive and stuff, kind of. Okay. So you're kind of a sure, Volkswagen sure. apologist, clearly. Or is it just because you know how to work on them? Nah, man, I got a tattoo and everything. How close is that to working on, uh, you know, like you run a bounty? How, how close is that to working on a Porsche or any of that? Uh, not. I mean, uh, it's not. I mean, the, the Porsches are, well, actually, I mean, like the Porsche Macan is the exact same thing as the Volkswagen Tiguan and the Audi Q5, I believe it is. But, um, yeah, I mean, Volkswagen, uh, all their stuff is now very modular, so, like, really, they're all the same with interchangeable pieces. Uh, and so, like, the engines and the suspensions and stuff, they overlap. There's a lot of overlap. They're basically the same, but the Porsches are, you know, like, the 911 is completely different because it's, you know, rear engine and, and stuff like that. But What's the you most know. you've spent on a vehicle? I mean, probably this got to be this this one because I mean, this one I bought new and it was thirty grand ah, or whatever. Right. Most of the stuff was used or That's old, not you know. Okay, That's not bad, man. Yeah. Reason we asked, what uh, what did you spend a lot of money on something that you didn't need but really wanted? As you know, the Wolverines and the Huskies face off tonight in the college football national championship. But fans who want to watch the matchup in person. They are paying a pretty penny to attend tonight, citing Seek Geek numbers. Axios reports you'll need at least. $1,300 to even get in the door to the game of the stadium tonight. That's less than I thought of. The average price of a ticket oh. is now running at $2,845, over $1,000 more than the average price of last year's game between TCU and Georgia, which was in Los Angeles. They know the excitement for the contest has uh, trended toward being the most expensive college football championship on record. Uh, ticket prices for the big game have not been this high since 2017. Then the average ticket price was $3,035. Again, that's Georgia, Alabama. And that's still about half the price in, of a Super Bowl ticket for this year. In Atlanta, which is fairly close, right? They say a win for either school would mark the first win since the 1990s, while Washington has been waiting since 1991. Uh, Michigan has been there since that time. Uh, They say that uh, fans should use a a reputable ticket broker, by the way, if you're thinking to get a ticket at the last minute. Because depending on things, uh, maybe not uh, the most up and up. You know it's not going to be. People are going to make a mint not actually selling you tickets. They say if it's too good to be true, it basically is. But yeah, tonight's game, uh, the average ticket price, $2,845. Yeesh. It's a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And if you're a fan and you want to go, 
look, man, uh, and you have that extra coin or you can put it on a credit card or whatever, this doesn't happen very often in, in, in people's lifetimes. It happened in 91. Yeah, you can do exactly. the math on that. Exactly. And by the way, uh, come April, you'll be able to pay up to $5,500 at Athens Acropolis and have it all to yourself. Or you can still go for free with a bunch of other people. Like, is it worth getting away from tourists to spend five thousand dollars on a place that you can otherwise go for absolutely free? Right. You just don't have the. What about like tour. when? What about like when Disneyland shuts down? You know the the park for like the Kardashians and stuff. Do they pay for that? They have to, man. They have to because Disney would lose. Look, Disney ain't going out of business, but I mean, you would lose so much money for the hours that they're there. Yep. There's no way. They don't. They, and that's probably how they do it. I don't think Disney closes it down because of the Kardashians. I think the Kardashians say, we have X amount of money when you close it down. More of the random question question coming up. 206-803-ROCK. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. Sorry about the national championship game. Shocking. So here, uh, here's what we got. Uh, we got Ted coming up. Hopefully, we, we will see. Yeah. We will see. So tonight for Ted, a domestic bottle of beer is going to be about thirteen dollars at the concession stand. Domestic bottle of beer, Bud Light, thirteen bucks. And that's the thing. Ted is a domestic macro brew champion. Premium bottle, bottle is fifteen dollars. All right. A domestic draft beer, sixteen dollars and fifty five cents. Good lord. Now a bag of rolls gold pretzels. So here in the pretzels. Oh, no. But it's like snack packs. Out. Yeah. Yeah. How much a little, little bag of pretzels going to cost? Is that going to be like seven bucks? Six bucks. Oh, Jesus, man. man. And if you want a bottle of water, how much is that? Oh, no. Eight bucks. Five twenty-five. Seven dollars. I mean, damn. You it's know. not the craziest you are at the national championship. I it understand is, that. But, but it's people still need some. water, man. I mean, it's one thing. My, my parents went <laughs> no, to... No, they uh, They need beer. What's the name of the new stadium? Is it AT&T Stadium? Whatever. Where the Cowboys play, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Big yeah. to do. My, my parents went there to check out a game. I'm like, ooh, how was it? My father's like, I'm never going back. Like, what are you talking about? He goes, look, the first thing is they're sponsored by Miller Lite. So if you want a different beer, then you got to leave and go somewhere else. He goes, but these Miller Lights are still $15 a piece. And in the end... It's Miller Lite. The other thing is, he said, you realize 70% of the people at that stadium, they watched the entire game on that giant-ass screen. Mm-hmm. He goes, no, he goes, I really, I did. I had better angles. And when I looked around, he goes, everyone's neck is arched watching a big-ass TV. He's like, I could drink cheaper beer and sit at home if I'm going to watch a game on yep. TV. Yep. That's a shame. It is a mm-hmm. shame. But I guess that's the place to be, right? Random, 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 random. Hello, Cheyenne. Random, random, Welcome to the men's room. Hola, gentlemen. Hola. Cheyenne, welcome to the program. Random question, question. Oh, wait, wait, wait. First, uh, let us extend our condolences. We know that you had a ticket to go to the Jacksonville playoff game. Should have come to that. And it did not come to that, Cheyenne. Yes, I, I, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a sad day, Thrill, I must say. Not as sad as the number of Michael Bolton fans who had to turn their ticket back in after he canceled the rest of his tour. That's true. So yeah. if you're a Michael Bolton and Jags fan, this is a horrible, horrible weekend. Day. Cheyenne, let's go with this random question. Question, what was your biggest cooking mishap? 
What was the biggest cooking mishap you've had? Whether it was just a bad thing that happened in the kitchen, you ruining food, whatever the deal was. When did you screw up in the kitchen? Probably, I would say, um, when I got stoned and when I was in college and put a pizza in the microwave and microwaved it way too long and ended up filling my kitchen with smoke. How long did you put the pizza in for? I thought it was about, I thought it was like, uh, you know, four minutes, but because I was stoned and fell asleep, it ended up being 40 minutes. I don't even think I was stoned. I came home one night and uh, probably a little tipsy, but put a yeah. pizza in the oven and fell asleep. And it was like a Totino's party pizza, whatever. Woke up to the sound of my smoke alarm. That's, that's how I got off the couch. I've done that. My buddy, uh, about a year ago, is telling me the story. His kid, so my buddy's wife, she works all the time. So finally, she had a girl's night out. It's his turn. He's going to watch the two kids. He said, babe, go have fun. No problem. All right, so his daughter, I believe it was, son. His son was the younger of the two. So, Dad, can I make microwave popcorn? He goes, you sure can. Well, my buddy ends up falling asleep on the sofa, and kids are kids. So the kid put the bag of popcorn in the microwave, set it, and realized the microwave will beep when it's done. The kid put it in for 40 hours. Oh. Now, keep in mind, it did not get to the 40-hour mark, obviously, because my buddy's like, I woke up to the smoke alarm going off. The entire ceiling's covered in smoke. Checks on the kids, they're fine, and you realize that there's this bag of popcorn on fire spinning in circles in his microwave. And he's Good like, times. what'd you do? And he said, so the kid showed him, well, this is what I typed in. He's like, dude, that's 40 hours. Mm -hmm. That's a They long don't time. get a woolly mammoth out of the permafrost for yeah. 40 hours in a microwave. Mike started dating this girl uh, back in Baltimore. We we got out a few times, but we... I think we'd gone out to dinner once, but she decided she was going to cook me dinner. Do I know this girl? Yes, you do. Okay. Um, and uh, so I go over to her place, and she's making baked chicken, and she's got some soup and some uh, fresh salad. All, you know, they're pretty nice-looking spread. She also had a flat-top stove, the type where, you know, the burners are underneath the glass. Yeah. You can't really, you know, you can see the light underneath them, but, you know, whatever the deal is. So she makes the, the chicken in the oven in a glass Pyrex pan. The chicken is done, and she puts the Pyrex pan on top of the flat top to let it cool down before we're going to start eating, whatever, fix the rest of the sides, blah, blah, blah. She had forgotten that one of those burners was on. It was on about medium heat to the point where you could not see a red glow, right. maybe. But she did not pay attention to whatever that was. I'm not sure what the deal is. I'm sitting in the living room. I hear a massive explosion. I mean, an explosion. This pan, when I say exploded, there were shards of the Pyrex pan embedded into the wall in the drywall. This is an older apartment complex. Right. I don't know what you know about some of the buildings in Baltimore. You would think that the drywall was made out of straight concrete. It was she, it old plaster or was it drywall? It was old plaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, there's a big difference between plaster and drywall for sure. as far as sticking even a nail in the damn thing, okay, <laughs> to hang a picture. It's just, it's a different It's a different thing. The glass was embedded at least, like, to the point where you almost cut yourself. I'm trying to pull it out. Trying to pull it out of the wall. It's amazing. If she would have taken one of the jugular... If, if you had been in the kitchen, you'd yeah. have been effed up, man. Oh, my God. You, you would have you definitely been shot with a piece of glass. Needless to say, we ended up going out to dinner that night. <laughs> Probably a good move. Yeah. The worst I've done recently, I don't mess up too much. In the, sometimes the recipe just doesn't work out, whatever. But I can't remember what I was making. It may have been like gumbo or something, but I'm very excited to make this for myself. All right, because nobody else wanted it. I'm like, cool. And I'm one of those guys that uses all the herbs and spices and all this. Oh, you one cook. thing I grab, I do cook, right? <laughs> so you know what you're doing. 
and you kind of know the proportion. You get used to that over time. So you know when you open up a spice, and for some reason this slipped my mind in the moment, there's the side you can open that's perforated when you want to sprinkle it out. There's the side you can open if you want to pour it out. I'm into sprinkle. Right, and I keep in mind, I'm feeling real good about myself at this point. The kitchen is the smells are coming together; it's yeah. be awesome. And it was cayenne pepper. No, it was chili powder. Chili powder. And I dumped out of the wrong end. And I mean, just and everything I had turned that weird brownish orange. And I'm yeah. like, maybe I can salvage this. I couldn't. I tried, man. I took one bite. God, I wish I could remember what it was. But I took one bite. I mean, my mouth is on fire. My throat's on fire. Keep in mind. I had one bite of this. The next morning when I pooped, it still smelled like oh. chili powder. Yeah, my wife's like, dude, yep. give it up. Give, you can't save this. But Raise I was West, determined. What is your cooking mishap? We head to Taco Bell, sort of. Taco Bell, we all know Taco Bell. Uh, I got, got an order to take home from Taco Bell. Now, when they say it comes to refreshing and reheating a meal from the popular restaurant, there's one vital step to ensure your safety. Remove any foil or foil-lined wrappers. I believe we all know that, but one customer who may not have followed that step is now going viral after blowing up his microwave at home. <laughs> then he returned to the Taco Bell. Mm. He was not happy. Because that's their fault. Quote, you're done. You are effing done. I'm going to sue your ass off. The man can be heard declaring to an employee. One of the managers uh, in store uh, asked, hey, would you like new food? The man exclaimed, yeah, plus, you guys are going to pay for my effing microwave. It blew up. Getting increasingly agitated, he states, oh, you're smiling, before slapping an employee <laughs> across the face oh. to a chorus of shocked reactions from other customers and workers. Yo, what the hell? What the F? What's going on with you, bro? The employee said, <laughs> confused by the sudden escalation. Another manager then steps in with a heated argument ensuing in which the customer reportedly told both workers to F off and F you. You hear the employee say, brother over-microwaved a fast food sandwich and blow up in his microwave. Now he's here complaining that he wants him to buy him a new one. What a snowflake. <laughs> he's not kidding, man. I mean, look, we said this is a grown-ass man, and he did not know to take mm -hmm. the foil off of whatever. We surmise it's probably a burrito based on the fact yep, that the truck. Gotta foil. be, right? Or maybe he wrapped it in foil. Who knows? Either way, everyone I know of a certain age knows, hey, man, if it's metal. Don't put it in the microwave. Right. And you don't always know that something's metal. Miles, you said when you were a kid, it was the, uh, the twisty tie. It was the twi twist tie. We used to, uh, my, my stepfather used to go to, they had the Wonder Bread store. Yeah. So the Wonder Bread store was like a couple day old bread, but it was cheaper than hell. And he would go there and he would buy hot dog buns, hamburger buns, and just put those in the freezer. Right, right. right. So if we're having a barbecue or whatever, just stick it on the counter. And it, it, it was good in an hour or two. And that's kind of how we rolled as far as making sandwiches at sure. home. Always frozen. But I, of course, defrosted the entire bag. The twist tie is on there. You're not even thinking about it. These are old school microwaves, which seemingly had more power then, or mm -hmm. I don't know what the deal was, but they just seemed to really get, they got fiery fast. Yeah. So, I mean, you knew that right. Boom, 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 right. boom. Within 10 seconds, man, that thing was, the bag's on fire. It's, you know, it's melting. It doesn't take long. It's buns. not like it snicks up on you either. It's, it's not. It sparks. Right. It, it gives you every warning you could possibly. I was want. probably 10, 12 years old. Right. Maybe See, younger, that's right. excusable. That microwave didn't explode out of nowhere. He had a symphony going off inside of that thing before it went off. All right. You knew what was happening. Actually, with microwaves, not when they were first introduced, but when we first got a microwave, I remember we had to wait for a VCR and a microwave. Maybe two years after these things were introduced, my parents finally got around to it. Mm -hmm. So my mother's not home one day. My father calls me into the kitchen and says, hey, I'm going to put this egg in the microwave. Let's see what happens. Because we didn't know. Mm -hmm. Sure. So we just put a raw egg in there, still in the show. <laughs> and yeah, it exploded. <laughs> and we're both, you know, we're dudes. So we're kind of like, that's awesome. 
The mistake we made was then opening the microwave to pull it out. It just smells like an egg fart. Oh. It, but you can't get rid of the smell. No. So we're both like, uh-oh. Because we both understood without saying it out loud. When his wife slash my mother gets home and smells this deep fart in the kitchen, and we have to be honest about what we did, she's just not going to be pleased. And sure enough, my mother gets home. We don't say anything. It takes her maybe two seconds. Like, the hell is that smell? Are you guys farting in here? What are you guys doing? So my father, he says, hey, uh, me and the son, we decided. And I'm like, we didn't. You did. You invited me down to watch, but whatever. We put an egg in the microwave, and you could see my mother's face. Like, why? And she goes, and what happened? He goes, well, well, it exploded. She's like, what the hell did you think was going to happen? You dumbass. We were Our pretty sure that would happen. Like, for like two days, man. Damn. So every time she smelled it, we just got that death stare. So we never did it again. Random, 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 random. Why'd you do that? Because we wanted to see it happen. We knew it would explode. Because we're guys, and right. that's how we do things. We like watching things go boom. Right. Random, random, Hello, Johnny. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitch, hola. Hola. Johnny, welcome to the program. Random question, question. All right, let's see here. Okay. Johnny, you should be able to answer this one. What did you do because you were drunk? Maybe you were productive. Maybe you did something completely idiotic. But what did you do? And the reason was was because you were drunk. Oh, boy. Well, it's a laundry list. Uh, I tend to, at this point in my life, get drunk and bake. Oh, nice. I like to stay up late, do muffins, breads. You like seriously bake. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Uh, full yeast breads. I'm up here like three in the morning doing shots out on the patio. I listen to the podcast. You know, huh. So I, you're I actually, myself. you're productive. I am. And I clean up after myself. My wife gets up in the morning. Goes, what? How much did you drink? Because look at what you made. But all the dishes are done. It's, it works out pretty good. Yeah. As long as you clean up after your mess, there's no flour everywhere and everything right, right. else. You know? uh, and you have to be somewhat patient when it comes to baking as far as things rising and everything else, I guess. That's why I don't bake. Yeah, exactly. That would be tough to do in the middle of the night for me, just because of the patience level. Of it's life. tough for me to do sober. I, yeah. In fact, the only way you would convince me that me baking is a good idea is probably because I am drunk. A DiGiorno is as close as I'm going to get. Yeah. Reason we asked, what did you do because you were drunk? A man jumped into a lion enclosure to oh. shake hands with a beast as tourists screamed in horror. A boozed-up man who jumped into a zoo's lion enclosure with the intention of shaking hands with a big cat sang, Come to me, my darling, as he came face-to-face with him. Uh, this <laughs> happened in... Uh, <laughs> Don't blame that on the yeah. booze. He was singing, This is this is in India. Darling. Guests at the zoo can be heard screaming in horror as they watch the man dive into a moat around the lion's cage. Then he makes his way through the water to the lions awaiting him on the land. Then the 35-year-old man tried to shake hands with the lions. He said he'd been drinking alcohol. He is heard singing, please come to me, my darling. Lions seemed fairly uninterested, luckily for him, despite the, him coming face to face with him and then reaching out his arms. Zookeepers then come to the rescue, throwing down a pole for him to tell him to hold on so he can be pulled up. Uh, the lions uh, inside the enclosure, uh, they were unhurt. Uh, so was he for some crazy reason. After preliminary... Probably because they're like, this mother yeah. ever is crazy. Yeah, after they, they kind of talked to him, they realized he was hammered. And he just jumped in because he wanted to <laughs> uh, give a good old handshake and hug to one of the lions. He told us he wanted to see the lions up close. Maybe shake hands with one of them. He is lucky that he is still alive. 
the zookeepers uh, told us that it was the time of the uh, cats for their feeding time. Ooh. And they responded to their voice when being called out. We have booked him, but we'll again question him. Uh, somewhat maybe after he sobers up. Meanwhile, they report a three-year-old boy who uh, cradled and was carried to safety by a mom gorilla after following him into a zoo enclosure is the closest similar experience that they've had in a while, but we know the end of that one. No, no. It, look, here's the thing. Uh, Mike was very happy about the end of that. But but the thing is this. That kid fell into the enclosure. Right. And even if the kid had climbed into the enclosure, you go, he's three, he watches Disney, he doesn't know. Right. It's a grown-ass man. Now, look, I've been drunk, and I've done a lot of stupid things drunk, but I, I do believe... Even in my drunkest blackout phase, that if you said, hey, do you want to go shake hands with a lion? Some part of me would say, no. I mean, Absolutely for the, if you not. have an open air uh, enclosure for lions, haven't they basically already said, look, if these guys wanted to get out of they here, could. they could get out. If they wanted to scale that wall, they can. They found that out, wasn't it? The San Francisco Zoo, I think it was Christmas 2005. Something like These that. These kids were there. They had a slingshot, and they, they were intentionally hitting this tiger. And I guess they hit it with like two or three rocks. Now keep in mind, this tiger, same kind of thing. Sucking enclosure, a moat, a tall cement wall. And one jump, this tiger is now where they are. And the tiger let them know what he thought of being hit by rocks. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, if it's that easy... I'm uncomfortable. Now, all of that said, and let's be honest about this, if you were at the zoo and that happened, wouldn't you watch? A little bit. Right. You have to pay attention. What are you going to do? It depends. Are you seriously oh, going to no. Like, dude, it depends. The I guy mean, goes run. in. You're not hoping for carnage. Well, it's not that, but I, there's a reason. Am like I with, I said, like, am I with you my young children? Take the children out. Right? Okay, you don't okay, need your okay, kids to see right, this. Okay. But like as an that's adult, typically the only reason I'm at the zoo. Absolutely, I want to see that happen. It's the same reason why you know ESPN will show you NASCAR. They show you the winner, and then they show you every crash. Mm -hmm. If they show you hockey highlights, they'll show you every fight. They will show you every big hit in football, whether you got injured or blown up. Like we like the carnage, right? I'm just saying, if it's me and that's happening, like pull out the phone. I want this on ah, video. Man, if there's a dog on tiger out there, I don't want to be next. So I might take a glance No, no. Back. This guy has voluntarily jumped in the moat, Mike. Oh, like, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy. I, th I thought you meant when he jumped out of the enclosure and, and, and went oh, after the kids. Oh, God, no. no. I'm, I'm I don't want any part of that. I'm no. saying if you told me, hey, dude. This idiot jumps in there? All right, fine. In two minutes, this drunk dude down here, yeah, he's going to jump in. I'm, like, I'm all in. I don't even know I'm if there's an animal that's safe to jump in. I'm just, it could be penguins. I still think something weird is going to happen to you. That's if, a good practice to keep, Miles. I, I mean, the water's free. Right whatever it is, just like leave the damn things alone. Right. You know? Just, but if you are going to pick an animal, maybe not a lion. And also, don't blame this on the alcohol. Look, alcohol only gets rid of your fear of doing something that would embarrass you. This is survival instinct. You're just a moron. Right. Your survival instinct did not kick Elephant in the Elephant can stomp you. A giraffe can swing its neck and knock you the hell and out. And will. What do you think? All right, you got to pick an animal to jump in the enclosure. You're at the zoo. Panda bear. It's still 100%. a bear, Miles. No, it's just related to a squirrel or a raccoon. The, I'm rolling down the hill, man. I'm doing all the things that they do. They would have fun ah, with it. Panda bear. What would you pick, Mike? Because I'm with Miles. I'm jumping in the panda, panda bear. I'd probably go with like the taper. All right. Uh, all right. Prairie okay. dogs, maybe. Exactly. I, I want something docile and just chilling out over there, man. They're docile because you're not in their territory. We don't know yeah, how they're going to respond. It would take me a minute, but we would befriend each other. <laughs> More of the random question question on the way. 206-803-ROCK. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 